we are on a journey to first make these devices ubiquitous. You don't want to live without them because they are in your ear all the time, so comfortable that you forget them. We are providing two days of battery life so you don't have to charge mm -hmm. uh, uh, every once in a while. Mm -hmm. Every two days charging is good enough. It's your Bluetooth streaming devices for listening to podcasts such as this. Yes, yes. Uh, yeah, and audiobooks and taking phone calls, enjoying music. Mm. And these are your devices that will track your health, alert you before you know if you have an impending health problem. Mm -hmm. And then they will be your uh, pervasive personal assistant, mm -hmm. providing you with information, translating languages for you. Be talk to people that you don't know their languages. The future is yeah. amazing for, this, for these devices, and we're just getting started. Hello, and welcome to the latest episode of Heads Talk with me, Elaine Pringle Schwitter, the podcast where we talk to C level executives, leaders of institutions, and heads of multinationals. What are the current topics? They talk, we listen. Can you imagine getting into a business or a market where you actually spend a hundred billion plus? on a piece of paper. Are you kidding me? It was like a frying pan of a head. I got nothing against CFOs. It was not just the job of a lifetime, it was the job of a thousand lifetimes. My guest today was named as one of the top 10 CTOs in the healthcare sector. He has won a plethora of design and science awards and is on a mission to transform hearing aids into multifunctional health and communication devices with advanced sensors and artificial intelligence technologies. Not only is he an executive C-suite, he also sits on a number of science, engineering and technology related boards and councils. We continue the Neurotech series on Heads Talk today with a conversation about audio edge intelligence. But before we get into that, here's a brief message. U.S. Private Capital Forum Go Real 2023 launched now with on-demand sessions offering attendees the utmost flexibility to access industry-specific content and deals on their terms. It will bring together over 100 speakers from across Europe over a broad agenda covering private equity, venture capital, real estate and private debt. For details, visit www.eurosforum.org. Heads Talk podcast with your host, Elaine Pringle-Schwitter. Dr. Archin Baumick is the Chief Technology Officer and Executive Vice President of Engineering at Starkey. He's responsible for the company's technology strategy, global research, product development, engineering, and program management organizations. Together with Starkey CEO, Brandon Sawalich, they led the development of a new line of hearing aids called Genesis AI, which we will discuss further in this episode. But in summary, it is the industry's smallest and most powerful processor that emulates the human cerebral cortex with the addition of the industry's first deep neural network accelerator. This helps the hearing aid adapt to more listening situations than ever before using AI and pattern recognition. Prior to joining Starkey's, Dr. Bowmick served as the Vice President and General Manager of Perceptual Computing at Intel. He is a Fellow of the Institute of Electrical and Electronics Engineers, the Asia-Pacific Artificial Intelligence Association, 
the Society of Information Display, as well as the president and a member of the Forbes Technology Council. Okay, let's start. So without further ado, I'd like to welcome Archie into this series of Heads Talk. Delighted to have you here today. Thank you, Elaine. I'm looking forward to uh, talking with you. Excellent. Okay, once again, it's great to have you here today uh, and keen to start this episode with you. Let's start with this. Um, please provide my listeners with a brief introduction uh, and description of your company as well as the market. Yeah, so Starkey was formed in 1967 by Mr. Bill Austin, mm-hmm. who had a privately held American hearing aid company, mm-hmm. which is the largest in the US and one of the largest in the world. Mm-hmm. And our mission is to help people hear better and live better. Mm, yes, yes, as mentioned in the introduction. I briefly touched upon your your role in the introduction. Could you elaborate on this for my yes, yeah. So I have the privilege of being the Chief Technology Officer and Executive Vice President at Starkey. And in that role, I lead the research and development organization responsible for developing technology and products and handing out to manufacturing. So I get to have the pleasure of translating ideas into shipping products uh, for our company. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, now, so let's dive into your current role, into your into your sorry, your current project, um, Genesis AI. H- how exciting is this? I, I know a little bit about it uh, as, as part of my research, but please tell my listeners um, about this extraordinary development. You know the process, the launch, the specifications, the technology, everything. Yes, I would. Elaine. So I would actually go back to educate your or, uh, your audience on the process of hearing and what, what are hearing aids before I get to this latest technology that we've introduced and we're so excited about. Mm-hmm. So first, we take our sensation and perception processes granted. We wake up in the morning and there there's the cacophony of sounds that we're exposed to and we seamlessly and effortlessly understand all of the sound that's around us. Mm-hmm. Enjoying nature, having conversations with people, uh, sipping a cup of coffee in the in the corner cafe, all of these sounds of life uh, are so amazingly processed uh, by our brain. So essentially, the ear serves as the sensors of the sound, mm-hmm. and it translates those sound signals into neural pulses that are sent off to the auditory cortex uh, in the brain, which helps us process and understand what the sound is. And as we get older or expose ourselves to har- harmful levels of sound intensities, we unfortunately tend to get hearing loss. We lose the ability to hear and understand the world around us. Mm-hmm. And it's debilitating. In fact, according to World Health Organization, more than half a billion people around the world are living with what's called disabling hearing loss. Mm. Unfortunately, this number is going up because we are uh, living longer. And we also, unfortunately, the level of uh, ambient sound in the society is increasing. So that uh, as, a, as a result of this, hearing aids are essential assistive technologies for people who need help in hearing and connecting with their loved ones and have conversations and just go about their daily lives. So hearing aids are not new. They have been around for decades. Mm-hmm. And yet we are so excited that we have modernized this technology with state-of-the-art technology. Mm-hmm. So that brings me to what we've been up to for the last few years, building up to Genesis AI. So I'll I'll say back in 2017, we undertook a mission to transform hearing aids, as you said, into multi-purpose devices, utilizing advanced sensors, artificial and machine, artificial intelligence and machine learning technologies, 
and ergonomic designs, bringing the best of consumer electronic designs into the space in order to remove some of the historical stigma that people used to associate with the old hearing aid designs. Mm -hmm. So we divided this mission into three areas. One, use advanced algorithms such as artificial intelligence to process sound more intelligently so that we are amplifying the sounds that you're interested in and we should be amplifying, such as a conversation like this. Mm -hmm. And I suppress the noise that I'm not interested in listening to, such as a background noise when you are having a conversation at a restaurant. That requires sophisticated technologies like machine learning and AI. And as you know, AI is literally transforming almost every sector of technologies, touching human lives in many ways. And we saw an opportunity to bring this technology to advance the hearings. So number two, we wanted to turn these hearing aids into multi-purpose device that also tracks your health and wellness. Uh, because the device is in your ear, and here is the best place mm -hmm. for biometric monitoring, me measuring your physical activities, and keeping track and making you aware of your social engagements or lack thereof. Because we know if people have hearing loss, they tend to withdraw from social engagement. Yeah. Yeah. And that, unfortunately, it creates an onset of dementia and Alzheimer's risks. Third, but not the least, we also looked at this as an opportunity to turn the hearing aid into a conduit for the world of information, translating languages for you, answering your questions as your very own personal assistant, a private, private one sitting in your ear. So building off of that, Genesis AI is our latest introduction of advanced technology. It's the industry's best product that we've been developing for the last five years, mm -hmm. grounds up. It includes a very sophisticated processor chip that has an onboard deep neural network accelerator that I'm going to tell you more about. Yes. And a, a all new way of processing sound that we call neuro sound technology, an all new mobile app and industrial design for a hearing aid that's awesome, as well as a fitting software that makes it very easy for professionals such as audiologists to program these devices for individual patients. That's in a nutshell, Genesis AI. It mm -hmm. moves that field forward by bringing advanced technology to help people hear better and live better. Mm -hmm. um, out of curiosity, um, um, but by the way, thank you for the, the, the comprehensive introduction all the way up to Genesis AI. Um, as I was saying, is this Genesis AI, is it an upgrade from Livio AI? That's a great question, thank you. So Livio AI was our first foray after that mission in 2017 to translate hearing aids into multifunctional devices with AI and sensors. Since then, we, uh, we also introduced Evolve AI. Mm -hmm. That was a step up in terms of technical capabilities and just the sound quality of the devices. Mm -hmm. Genesis AI is, a, is in a league of its own. This is not an upgrade oh, from your Evolve, but it's grounds up design, uh, including almost everything is new. The processor chip, the industrial mm -hmm. design, the sound mm -hmm. processing architecture, Mm -hmm. the use of deep neural network for sound processing, much more increased classes for health tracking, 71 languages for language translation. This is a, this is a whole new device that built, that's built grounds up. It's not just an upgrade from Livio or Evolve. Uh, this sounds absolutely fantastic. Are you saying there is no other device like this? 
nope, it's setting a new standard in okay. the industry. Okay, because I was going to ask you what's a USP, but if there's no other device like it, the whole thing is the, the, the USP. So, so Genesis AI, it's out, it's been released. Um, I've seen some incredibly positive feedback recently, such as users saying, and I quote, you are becoming like the Apple of earring aids um, with some features, high quality, as you talked about, the higher quality upgrades take more battery life. Um, all with the same or smaller form factor. Archin, in your own words, how has Genesis AI been received by users, media, fellow professionals, even competitors? Yeah, first of all, thank you for that for that uh, accolade. We've been hearing the, the the comments such as you made. Yeah. Uh, we of course have deep respect for for Apple, so we're really happy people are associating with uh, us with with them in terms of the device designs. But I will explain that these devices are uh, medical products that are designed for prolonged use. So I'll contrast with, for example, the most popular in-ear devices such as AirPods or mm -hmm. similar similar devices. You might be getting maybe four to six hours of battery life when you are streaming audio from your iPhone. Mm -hmm. Genesis AI, besides being world's best hearing up, sound amplification devices as hearing aids, is also got embedded Bluetooth chip in there to act as your Bluetooth audio streaming device from your iPhone mm -hmm. and suspend your disbelief. Because when I say, when you are using this device on a single charge, mm -hmm. a tiny device like Genesis AI will give you 50 plus hours of battery life. Yeah. So it's in a league of its own and not comparable to some of the other consumer electronic mm -hmm. audio devices that uh, you're familiar with. Mm -hmm. And it also brings this built-in deep neural network AI accelerator that performs 80 million automatic analysis and adjustments every hour. That's 22,000 automatic sound analysis and adjustment every <laughs> second, 2 billion a day. And, and, and it's also got the industry's widest dynamic range for input sound, 118 dB. Let me trans translate that to patient benefits, which is why we're hearing amazing feedback from patients who are using it now. Mm. The wide dynamic range, industry's best by far, sets a new standard, allows you to hear the life's softest sounds, the ones that people with hearing loss cannot hear anymore. So when they put these devices on, they, they're surprised about the sounds that they can hear now, the softest sounds. Mm. And yet, in noisy environments, where people with hearing loss, in fact, people with normal hearing, struggle to understand conversation in a loud and noisy background environment, such mm -hmm. as a restaurant, a family gathering. These devices perform an amazing job with the power of artificial intelligence in differentiating speed signals from the background noise mm -hmm. and amplifying the speed signals to help us understand conversations and yet reduce the background sound or improve the signal to noise ratio, which reduces the listening effort mm -hmm. uh, that we have to spend when you're trying to have a conversation in a noisy environment. So our patients are, one, admiring the ability to hear mm -hmm. live softest sounds. Yes. At the same time, they're noticing the reduction in listening efforts in noisy environment. Mm -hmm. And as a result, they're less tired. So that's the reason why we're getting amazing feedback. In fact, I would say the best feedback I've got is these devices don't sound like hearing aids. Mm. Yes, because... 
I think most of us know the old fashioned hearing aids and the really sort of these large clunky things that people used to wear around their ears compared to this sort of sci-fi description that you're giving me here of hearing aids. And it's more than that. I, when I was going for the research, I, I was looking at it and I was saying to myself, this is, you know, hearing aid plus, hearing aid plus, you talked about multi-purpose devices. This is, it's like a, a holistic service that you're offering with this. How, how the thinking, tell me about the thinking behind that, um, Archie. How does that come about? Rather than servicing an area, you're actually trying to do a, a whole holistic health, well-being, wellness thing, all attached with, with that the, the device. Yeah, thank you. So, you know, this is a classic reimagining an existing category of products. Mm -hmm. So we challenge ourselves to see how we bring the most advanced hardware architecture signal processing algorithms such as machine learning mm -hmm. and artificial intelligence, deep neural network processing, as well as advanced sensors to put them together in a form factor that is easy to use. In fact, you know, I'm wearing my, my devices even though I don't have hearing loss. Yeah. Um, and you forget that you have these devices on, so nobody sees them. In fact, you know, in a face-to-face uh, -face interaction, when I pull my devices out of my ear and show them, First thing they get surprised to see I was actually wearing them because nobody noticed it. Yeah, yeah. It's so tiny it disappears. And yet we also reimagined the benefits such a device can pro provide. Mm -hmm. And here I'd actually say we, you know, almost stole a playbook uh, from, from Apple. When Apple introduced iPhone, yeah. for the first time, you had a device that did multiple things for you, uh, yeah. not just make a phone call, but it over time became your camera your yeah. GPS uh, yeah. tracking device and whatnot. So we reimagined the hearing devices to perform essential functions for the patients that wear our devices. For example, mm -hmm. being able to detect automatically if the wearer falls and send alert signals to the loved ones. Ours are the only devices in the industry that have integrated fall detection technology thanks to the sensors we integrated as well as the machine learning algorithms mm -hmm. we trained. Mm -hmm. to detect fall and send alert messages. So these are just examples how we have rethought and reimagined from the grounds of design, as well as the applications and benefits it can provide to the users. And I assume it's early days yet, because I think you pretty much just launched this product, but have you received any awards yet? Oh, yes, yeah, we are. Thank you for asking that. We actually just received, and we are very elated, because we simply launched the device very recently. Yes, And yet we're positively surprised that we received the Artificial Intelligence Excellence Award that's mm -hmm. given by the big, big intelligence group, business intelligence group, mm -hmm. um, to both companies, products, as well as individuals. And we are lucky that, uh, fortunate that not only they picked Genesis AI and gave such an award to Starkey, but I personally got an individual award uh, for having the pleasure of leading the development of this technology. Mm -hmm. So, you, you know, when you launched it, I think, was it launched it pretty much like, I'm sure you you remember when Steve Jobs launched the, the first um, iPhone and yeah, you know, was, how it was received. Was it similar in that sense? So if, if you look up the way that when I introduced Livio AI back in 2018, yes, um, I introduced the device as a, a product that does four things. In fact, you know, I joked, I said, well, today we're launching four products. We're launching industry's best hearing aid, yeah. but that's just one product. We're also launching 
an in-ear language translator, an in-ear health tracking device, mm -hmm. as, as well as an in-ear fault detecting device. So these four different technologies you're launching. Yeah. However, they're all in the same product. So that's the same way that Steve Jobs launched iPhone. Yes, yes, yes. So the three different products we're launching today, but they're all into the same device. Mm -hmm. So Genesis AI, of course, being a grounds up design with latest technology goes way beyond what Livio delivered in terms of capabilities, mm -hmm. but it is our relentless journey towards taking away stigma from hearing aids, making them yes. so good that people will want to use them and not because they have to. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, in, in brief, um, would you like to elaborate on any other projects you're working on? I mean, as if that could top Genesis AI, but I'm happy to be surprised. Oh, yeah. So certainly, you know, we are just at the beginning of this story here. And I mean, I'd love to uh, keep in touch and share with your audience yeah. as we use this as a springboard towards the future. Mm -hmm. We're we on a journey to first make these devices ubiquitous. You don't want to live without them because they are in your ear all the time, so comfortable that you forget them. We are providing two days of battery life so you don't have to charge mm -hmm. uh, uh, every once in a while. Mm -hmm. Every two days charging is good enough. It's your Bluetooth streaming devices for listening to podcasts such as this. Yes, yes. Uh, yeah, and audiobooks and taking phone calls, enjoying music. Mm. And these are your devices that will track your health, alert you before you know if you have an impending health problem. Mm -hmm. And then they will be your uh, pervasive personal assistant, mm -hmm. providing you with information, translating languages for you, yeah. be, talk to people that you don't know their languages. The future is yeah. amazing for these devices and we're just getting started. I'm literally, while you're talking about this, I'm literally imagining that and thinking that's absolutely amazing. This is fantastic stuff here. So, so how else is um, artificial intelligence or specifically deep neural networks used or deployed within your portfolio of products? I mean, help my listeners to visualize and understand this as well as uh, appreciate the benefits. Sure. So first I would say the, the reason for fundamental excitement around deep neural network based artificial intelligence is that it's a whole new paradigm for computational te technique. So before the advent of deep neural nets and associated hardware components, all of the signal processing, whether it is for computer vision, mm -hmm. that is to recognize face mm -hmm. or objects mm -hmm. or self-driving cars or uh, sound enhancement devices that need to differentiate between speech and noise or your email classification systems that would need to recognize real email from a from, from uh, a junk email. Mm -hmm. All of these were handcrafted algorithms, rule-based algorithms. Engineers had to craft the rules for A, B, C paths and then code them into algorithms. That mm -hmm. is how the world worked. With machine learning and artificial intelligence and deep neural network being their most advanced version of it, we have now learning systems. So instead of having to hard code algorithms, we simply train the network with tons of data and it evolves mm -hmm. in order to classify and enhance signals the way that you expect it to be done after being trained on recognizing those patterns. So the way we are implementing it, 
in Genesis AI is state of the art. Mm -hmm. We have built an onboard deep neural network accelerator hardware into the chip itself. So it's hard coded. It is not something that's just running in software. Yeah. As a result, it's amazingly power efficient, which is why we have 50 plus hours of battery life for a device uh -huh. that is always on and always listening. Mm -hmm. And this deep neural network system, we have trained it with, it with data in order for it to very accurately understand sound and recognize what sound is what, and then amplifies the result, amplifies speech and reduce noise. And as a, which is why the devices are getting such great feedback from the patients about getting better, hearing the soft sounds better, understanding conversations better, at the same time, re reduce listening efforts in noisy environments. I, I, I'm, I'm just hearing what you're saying, and I'm just seeing great things to come with this, really great things. We're literally at the edge of, you know, this sort of stuff. It's fantastic. You know, um, Thank you. This series um, of Heads Talk is, is about newer science, newer tech and various branches. Um, I'd like for you to tell me, what is neuroscience of hearing? I believe you gave a keynote on this um, yes. during my research. So, uh, so I'd like to hear about the, the salient points in your talk. Sure. And I, I, I should say I spend a bit of time in neuroscience. I'm actually a, an adjunct professor at Stanford University School of Medicine. Mm -hmm. as well as associated with the Stanford Neuroscience Institute. Mm -hmm. So the device, the goal of these devices for the technologists actually is to mimic and enhance the human auditory system. So the neuroscience of hearing goes like this. You have your ear that acts as the sensors for sounds. So the sound signals are essentially vibrations of air molecules. Mm -hmm. And your ear performs the functions of converting those vibrations of eardrum into a train of neural impulses or electrical signals in your cochlea, which yeah. is sent to the auditory cortex. And there you have a giant network of billions of neurons that are interconnected and they perform an amazing computation that allows us to understand sound. In mm -hmm. fact, just imagine this. If you're, if you're in a noisy environment and you're not paying attention to anybody specific, you will see that you're, you're, you're hearing all of the sounds from around you, the barista talking, yeah. the music playing, and suddenly your friends come, friend comes and sits in front of you and you're paying attention to your friend. It seems your brain can drown out everything and helps you focus yeah. on a, a specific stream of sound. That's because of the amazing competition that your neural network in the brain is doing, right? So the best way for us to develop a hearing technology that mimics and enhances human hearing is to take a page from the book of neuroscience and generate an artificial neural network like your brain into the device that essentially performs the same function of analyzing sound, enhancing the sound it needs to be enhanced, suppressing the sound that you don't care about. So yeah. essentially the hearing aid is copying the way that your healthy brain, specifically the auditory cortex of your healthy brain performs. And we are now doing that with neural network built into the chip of the hearing aid itself in Genesis AI. That's amazing. And I'm asking a question here. So with the AI technology and how it's mimicking the, the, the brain, for someone with the hearing aid, can through AI, can it drown out 
things that the individual wants it to drown out. If, for instance, you, your example with your friend visiting you in front of in a coffee shop and he wants to talk to you, what what if you want to drown out the friend what the friend's conversation and listen to what someone else is saying on the other side? Can that happen through AI? Oh yes, that is a great uh, question you ask. So in fact, that task could be really simple if it was simply amplifying speech and suppressing everything else. But that would be a dumb device. That would not be an intelligent device. Right. The reason Genesis AI is so great with AI, it's contextually aware. It's It knows which direction you're looking at. It also uh, is, is it's classifying the complex environment around it and helping optimize the environment for you. And I should also talk about an amazing technology that we put into this device called edge mode. Yep. So that is essentially putting a power of advanced AI at the, at the fingertips of the patient. So for example, if you're in a noisy environment and all you care about is the speech and nothing else, mm -hmm. because you're so focused on trying to understand somebody and the, the noise is, is not helping you, you could pull out our app, pick edge mode and press speech enhancement, speech clarity. It's going to kick in a specific versions implementations of the AI, take a snapshot of the environment and help optimize for speech understanding. In other environment, you might be choosing comfort rather than speech clarity. So you can let the device do it do on its own, but for a particular intention that you have in a particular environment, if you want to optimize one versus the other, you could do that as well with uh, Genesis AI. Wow. Huh. Well, you know, um, one thing I know about any development, especially technological development, is that sometimes the intended original use of the technology sort of pales into insignificance and, and is superseded by another use, uh, sector demographics or tool, whatever. Um, I don't think that's a, that will be the case here, but you have answered this question over and over again already in this episode, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Um, do you see your technology being deployed for other completely different means or use, or even in a completely different sector or way? Yeah, thank you for asking that. So first, I, we believe that hearing is essential for someone who's got debilitating hearing loss or disabling hearing loss, as World Health Organization calls it, it's a quality of life, which mm -hmm. is why they use hearing aids. So that certainly is the core function of the device. It's our, mm -hmm. I call it our job number one. Mm -hmm. And then we are adding this function. So it keeps you safe, keeps you healthy, keeps you connected and, and, and connected to the world of information. Mm -hmm. And we are obviously seeing people use these devices now as all detection devices for their loved ones. Mm -hmm. They're tracking their physical and social activities to make sure they're, uh, particularly for loved ones, we have an app called Caregiver app mm -hmm. uh, that people can use to track the health of the loved ones and uh, mm -hmm. you know be alerted should there be a need. So these devices are already being used for functions in addition to yeah. amplifying sound, just like you're using your iPhone for all kinds of things besides your phone call, right? Yep. And of course, you know we'll, we're going to continue to innovate and bring additional values for the end user, and the, the feature will decide what uh, what you know what patient feedback we get in terms of mm. prioritizing these yeah. yeah. abilities and technologies. Yeah. And and you know it's clear. I understand the core use. I mean, you've got as you say, sort of half a billion people with um, disabling ear loss, so you have a, a big clientele to work with. But at the same time, will you do you foresee potentially? 
partnering with a different sector um, to work with your technology, perhaps? I don't know. In, yeah, no, that's, uh, a, that's a good question. I should, I should highlight that we we collaborate and partner with some of the giants in the in the technology world. Mm -hmm. And we're very open, obviously, to continue to collaborate on every shape and form, mm -hmm. ranging from technologies to products to mm. businesses. Yeah, mm. we, are, we, are, we are a very collaborative company. Mm. And as long as it's aligned with our mission of doing good, mm -hmm. helping people be better, of course, we are going to allow, allow enhancing because um, I don't know if you know, but I, I do have a, a series later in the year, which is the autonomous, um, not autonomous, the automotive um, series. And in that series, we talked to various um, heads and C-suites and C-suites, you know, well-known brands in terms of car manufacturers, as well as um, software companies that work with car manufacturers. And last year, I talked to quite a few um, individuals about autonomous vehicles and the software that's being deployed within these vehicles and how certain software is being you know detecting for instance if someone's if someone's been drinking in the car and and, and signal that if someone's about to fall asleep so i'm imagining your technology would in some way be used in the the, the automotive industry in, in that sense i don't know i don't know exactly what for but because of the the nature of what it is it it's be used as a detect and a detection um a tool in, in for autonomous vehicles or even just normal um, electric vehicles. I don't know. I just think some something like that will happen. No, it is an intriguing prospect. Again, I, I'll go back to uh, the human neuroscience, mm -hmm. where we have such a sophisticated sensing and perception system that's multimodal, based mm -hmm. on what we see, what we hear, what we smell, taste, and yes. feel. And devices are increasingly including sensors to help see the, the world see, hear, and understand. Yep. So suddenly we are we are in a leadership position with some of those technologies, and we're always open to collaborating with uh, the technology industry in helping yeah. bring benefits to the, to, to the people. Yes, yes, no, interesting. Okay, uh, you know, you, you are at the forefront and have developed what we would call the next generation hearing device and digital audio. So if I were to ask you, what would that look like in 10 to 15 years time? What would your answer be? And, and really what role would neuroscience play in all of this? That's a great question. So if I look forward 10 to 15 years, I would say we are already on the journey to make these technologies evolve from just purely uh, assistive, such as bringing up the capabilities you lost mm -hmm. to a future where we'll make you superhuman, yeah. more than human capabilities. So it will enable us to do things we cannot do today. And I believe technology is, is on that on that journey. First, we're helping people to recover or from some of the losses we had in our sensory systems. Mm -hmm. But then eventually, we'll want to uh -huh. enhance your capabilities, augment your uh, yes. Your, human neuroscience more than its biological capabilities and to help us live richer, more fulfilled lives. And I believe that's that's the future where, again, the best technology is one that disappears. So we are also miniaturizing, miniaturizing these technologies right. such so that they'll be, they'll just disappear and help you. That that become part of your body, so to speak, is that a real saying? Yeah, they already are. Like I told you, if when I pull out my 
hearing aids, Genesis AI hearing aids. People get surprised that I was even wearing them in the first place. In the first place. And, and, and you say, you really believe this is a possibility in 10 to 15 years time? I think it'll be shorter than that. Wow. <laughs> sort of transhumanism, <laughs> wasn't it? In, in yeah, the... this is essentially, you know, you go from, go from the, the current task of uh, bringing the lost, some of the capabilities that people lost Mm -hmm. to providing you with superhuman capabilities. Yes. Th think, think of this, you know, I, again, going back to smartphones. 20 years ago, you used to have to remember everybody's name and phone numbers and lots of yeah. information. Yeah. Today, you simply whip out and you, you are encyclopedia, encyclopedia of information. Mm -hmm. Just you know, who won the Super Bowl in 1982, right? In a matter of five seconds, you know the answer, yeah. right? So technology is already helping us be more than we could just by our just by ourselves, mm -hmm. and sending our limitations that are enforced by biology. But right? I think, yeah, but I think the difference with the the phone and what you're talking about with the phone, it's giving us information. It's not making us right. more intelligent. It's giving yeah, us that yeah. information at you know the tip, tip of our fingers and probably making yeah. us less intelligent. I think you're right. So, I think ours is also better integrated with the humanity. Yeah. It's part of my body. And uh, and it's 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 enhancing my sense and yes. enhancing my cognition. You're right. Yes. It's not making me dumber, but it's making me smarter. Yes. Yes, and the opposite. So I think where you're at now is helping those with um, hearing impairment, and and you're you're solving that um, dilemma, that, that problem there. And I think over time, very shortly over time, that's going to be solved through your technology. And thereafter, it's going to be people with in quotes normal hearing will want to use your technology in order yep. to hear a mile away. You know, and I can tell you that feature, is, that feature is nearer than we think because I am an example myself. Of course, you could say this is my product and I'm going to use it for sure in order to test them. Yes. But I got hooked to it. I don't have any hearing loss, but I can't live without my hearing aids. Uh, and I'll tell you a couple of reasons for that. Uh, one is, you know, uh, these are my Bluetooth headsets. So when I get a phone call, anytime, I simply have to just take the call. I don't need to fidget around and find my something mm -hmm. headset mm -hmm. or, or Bluetooth, something yes. pull out of the pocket and put in my ear. I don't need to because they're already there, mm -hmm. right? So it's my ubiquitous headset that I always yes. have in my ear. I put it on the first thing in the morning and remove it, you know, when I go to sleep. Mm -hmm. before mm -hmm. So these are my essentially Bluetooth headsets with yes. 50 plus yes. hours of battery life, yes. right? Yes. Okay, and then second, and by the way, I'm always listening to podcasts. Um, a YouTube lecture, mm -hmm. I'm always in meetings with phone calls, mm -hmm. Zoom, Microsoft mm -hmm. Teams. Mm -hmm. So and so these devices are absolutely essential for me. Yeah, um, they've become as ubiquitous for me as my as my iPhone. Next, <laughs> even though I don't have hearing loss, if yes. I am in a restaurant, in a noisy restaurant and trying to have a business meeting, who doesn't like that eight decibel of better signal to noise ratio mm -hmm. in a noisy environment? Even though I have normal hearing, I have much yes. more, uh, much higher ability to understand conversation with my hearing aids than otherwise. Mm -hmm. So these are already glimpses of the future. I think where so. 
you may not be having hearing hearing loss, but you'll be using these devices. Yes. And I think and I think so, as I said, with sort of ordinary people be using it. And it will change elements of um social dynamics. I'm thinking, you know, whispering is gonna be um, a thing of the past, or you, you can't almost have a private conversation because if you're in a certain vicinity, people will be able to hear you if they can tune into what you're saying. What's These kind of things that I'm thinking of. Yeah, yeah. Any any technology has some side effects. This could be one of them, where yes. you might be in a restaurant and you quietly turn up your hearing devices to 50 dB of gain yes. amplification, and so as a result, you might be able to hear better from across the room that you cannot hear with your regular yes. hearing. Yes, yes. interesting. Bi bionic people in the future, right? Eh? <laughs> bionic, yes. Yeah, that's the, you know, it's transcending our biological limitations. Yes, yes, excellent. Archie Bumig, uh, this is such a fascinating episode today on Heads Talk. Many thanks for your time and insights. Thank you, Elaine. It was a pleasure talking with you. I look forward to staying in touch and talking with you again. Thanks for joining me today on this episode of Heads Talk. Don't forget to subscribe to the show via my website, elainepringle.com forward slash Heads Talk, wherever you get your podcasts. Finally, I'd like to thank our sponsors, guests, and you for helping to make the show possible. Please join me next time where I'll be featuring more executives, C-suite leaders, and heads of multinationals. Heads Talk podcast with your host, Elaine Pringle-Schwitter.